It's giving church kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says, "Do you have do a you background, have background in, like, in production?" production? I'm like, I do not. No, right, do not. right. And I was you're just like, you know how you've been in church for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. So, so for me, I've always, I've always wanted to. It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, um, I've always liked recording. I've always liked being a part of production in general. I was always the guy in the background dealing with the sounds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just, I kind of woke up one day and. I just went with it. I felt, you know, um, I remember her aunt praying over me. And and growing up, everyone always told me about, you know, like you have a ministry. You have a ministry. You know, you have to go for it. There was this guy named Christian Allen one time. And he was like, you need to stop being a coward and just do it. Yeah. You know, and, and you have to put your skills. Pastor Christian Allen? Pastor yeah. Christian oh, yeah, Allen. Yeah, I know yeah. He came to our church and he was he said it right in front of everybody. He was <laughs> like, you need to stop being a coward. Oh, he spoke to you. Yeah, yeah. he spoke directly to me. Yeah. He, he said... Specifically this, you need to stop asking for people to speak to you in the church when God himself can speak to you. Yeah. And then the other was, you need to stop being a coward and just do the ministry that mm, God has given it to you. That's yeah. good. <laughs> and well, I'm I like, that's like a big thing of yours. He's That's always been his saying of like, I am the guy in the background. I want to help you. I want to this. But that's it. Do yeah. not ask me to speak. Yeah. Do not ask me to do anything. He's like, this is the way. Like, yeah. And, and you know, like they've always called, uh, they've always said, you know, like, hey, you know, you have a, a thing for ministry. You could be a pastor, this and that. And it's like, for me, it's like, man, I don't want to be a pastor. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I, that's too much responsibility. That's that's me leading a whole congregation. Like, I can't. You sound like me. I can't yeah. see that. <laughs> you know, like, I fight against that so much. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I'm letting God, I'm, and I'm not, I'm giving up my own <laughs> desires. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I started in the direction of like architecture. Oh, uh, I actually no. I started in cars. I started selling cars. I felt yeah. terrible afterwards because I was too good at it, and I was ripping people off. Then after that, I gave that up. I went into architecture. I I didn't. I gave that up, and I just felt you know that's where I said God is leading me into this area of of counseling and advising, and I kind of just threw my own spin on it. Did a podcast, and now I'm in school for it. Yeah. You know, so you know that, that that's like that's a mini <laughs> for audio engineering, or what do you mean in school for? What? No, I'm in school for now uh, psychology. Oh, for yeah, psychology, yeah, okay, yeah, What's yeah. Cool? Uh, Ruckerts, I'm gonna okay. I'm I'm gonna start in spring. I just finished my associates, Amazing. so gotcha. I'm going. I'm gonna start as a junior in Ruckerts. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Congrats! Yeah, yeah thank yeah. you. Congrats. Which is actually why we were having that <clears throat> other conversation yes. where because she was like, oh, you know, I I um I have my own place and like. And, like, all of, like, the details of, like, why she's doing what she's doing. And I'm here, like, oh, my gosh. I'm, like, babe, you need to speak to her. I'm, like, because I feel like you guys have very similar passions, you mm-hmm. know, and, like, callings. And yeah. so it's just funny how, like, God kind of, like, yeah. aligns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've kind of just been on the roll here. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I, with 716, normally we were used to doing, like, an intro. And we kind of just did away with that. Um, yeah, yeah. So this that was our intro. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so uh, guys, you know, welcome back to 716. Welcome it's back. been some time. Yes. Uh, we have our special guests here, Rosemary and Israel. Yeah. <laughs> we it's an honor to have you guys. Honestly, thank yeah. you so much for coming on to our podcast. I know you guys are going to be a tremendous blessing to whoever's watching. Absolutely. Yeah. It's an awesome uh, uh, opportunity to be here with you guys. Yeah, yeah. It's great, man. I, I when when she told me that uh, Rosemary was, you know, in, in counseling and stuff like that and you had your practice, yeah. I was like, oh, wow. You know, like I've always wanted to have a, uh, a psych on on 
you know, on the podcast. And then you got, man, on that service, it was it was fire, bro. Praise God. That really service that you like, just... <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I got to have the, both of them on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. She was all like, yeah, he kind of brings it on. I was all like, okay, why don't we... Like, like, you I took it? Expect, like, I'm here, like, I'm, I'm just ready to read your word. I'm like, bro, it's going in. Yeah. Like, yeah. How God. long have you been ministering? Or how long have you been... Uh, Doing well, it in ministry, like, yeah, yeah. yeah if anything, you know yeah, what? Yeah, give absolutely. us an introduction of who Israel is. Yeah. So, um, well, I, I, I was born and raised in church, uh, and I like to say that that's why you know, uh, as we were talking about when I asked about your production background, um, I remember you know doing wearing like five different hats in yeah. church, and so you had to learn sound, you had to learn one instrument. Whether it was <laughs> if it was a pandereta, you had to learn that, right? right. Um, you know, you had to, you had to learn, um, how to communicate effect public speaking. You know, I did, um, a youth leadership teaching, et cetera, et cetera. But my main passion was always music. Um, so who is Israel? Israel, um, is right here. Uh, no, uh, I would say I am, I always like to say I, I'm a, I'm a lover of God's presence. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, I am an educator at heart. I was doing it, uh, within the uh, school system, uh, for a while. And, um, I'm a musician. Um, I am, not uh, musician. I, when you say musician, not the bandereta, right? No, 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 no. Not the bandereta. Not the bandereta. He's a pro bandereta. Yeah. <laughs> plus. Bandereta plus. And for our English viewers, what is a bandereta in English? What is that? Uh, tambourine? Tambourine. 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 Yes, okay, okay. Yes, it's a tambourine. Uh, growing up in a very small... Uh, Pentecostal church. Yeah. There was one at every uh, yeah. every floor, every banca, every well, every, going, every row. Uh, going like to church, like it's like okay, Bible check in hand, pandereta check mm -hmm. in hand, and that's how you know exactly, exactly. That was like the uh, ready to go, right, right. You're the starter kit. You have to bring the pandereta. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so anyway, so yeah, um, I uh, I grew up in that kind of space, and then I'm um, always been involved uh, in ministry. I remember I gave my life to the Lord at 13. Um, and fell in love with just like understanding, um, that we have a creator and that he has a perfect design and plan for our lives. And like, it almost, even as a kid, it always seemed foolish to me to think like, why wouldn't I go to the creator of my life to figure out, okay, Lord, yeah. what did you put me on this earth to do? Like, right. what are we here to do? Yeah. Right. Um, so I loved prayer. I loved intercession. I loved, um, the idea of being able to, you know, still away, uh, with God and, you know, just receive or what I call like downloads on um, questions and answers and, you know, things that you're kind of like, Lord, what are you doing right. in this season? Like, where am I going right now? Like, where are you taking me? Um, so over the years, I kept on growing and I um, uh, have served as a music director in uh, different churches, um, you know, in different denominations, different kind of cultural backgrounds, uh, black churches, Hispanic churches, Lat you know, Latino, um, assemblies of God, um, uh, you know, non-denom, um, all that jazz. And all the while, uh, polishing my musical gift. So I did go um, to school for music. And, you know, um, at that point, I wanted to be an opera singer. So interesting, oh, you, wow. uh, you you commented on the voice part of it because... Oh, so that's why you came in here. You were like the acoustic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, these are great acoustics. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, so I realized, like, one thing about, you know, I love I loved studying about David because, you know, when you study David and Asaf and some of the um, chief musicians of um, that you see in the Bible, they were not only skilled, but they were also anointed. And I remember... Um, Growing in that space of like, you know, uh, having to figure out, you know, in church, it's like when there isn't a musician, you got to become one yeah. or find a way to like solve the issue. Um, and so that was always one thing that um, I gravitated to. Um, so I studied that. And then, you know, uh, the Lord give, uh, gave me the opportunity uh, in 2019, well, 2018, 2019, after I was uh, directing at different churches and, and uh, you know, had the opportunity to minister locally Um uh, a door open to um, go to Central America and to evangelize, wow. uh, minister at That's different awesome. churches. That was fantastic. It was about six weeks that we did that. Um, and then came back to a pandemic. So that's amazing. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. yeah. You were there for a while. Then. I was there for a while. Yes, yes. Wow. The Lord opened, uh, um, just, you know, when you do something, it's like, wow, I didn't even knock on this door. But right. it just kind of like slipped yeah. open. Um, so, yeah. So we just, you know, continued to do that. Um, and, you know, that that was, that's when I knew at that point, I'm like, okay, this is what I want to do. I know that whatever I do, um, I, I ministry is is will always be a passion, right? To be able to do His will, um, and that doesn't always mean within the local church. Right. Sometimes you're called into spaces that people, oh. you know, may not. Is that you too? That's me. Yeah, that's so funny. I have a seven o'clock for dinner. That's yeah. my seven. But, yeah. Oh, is it the same seven thing? Seven o'clock for five. Shout out. Mine is to feed the dogs. Okay, <laughs> right. Feed the dogs. Feed yourself. Shout out to those of us who are like all over the place yeah, and no, we need real. to be reminded to eat. <laughs> Sit down and eat. Right. I, I'm sorry um, for that interruption. Though. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's so funny because I got the same alarm too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what it is about um, that life of like go go go. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to, yeah, you have to just sit down. Uh, but in a nutshell, um, I um, so I uh, you know was able to follow that, and so now um, I'm balancing this kind of place where the Lord has me, where um, I'm working on my own music. Um, I'm in real estate. Uh, wow. Ministry is, of course, the priority, um, and uh, uh, you know, former. Um, public school educator, but I always say educator at heart, you know, for, for a lifetime. Um, so I was able to teach third, fourth and fifth grade throughout the pandemic. That was amazing. It was a true gift. Um, and, and here we are seeing whatever the Lord brings. What, what, what subject? Um, ESL, bilingual education and science. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Wow. Yes. Oh, so you were really into that, that speaking, the, the, like you're saying ESL. So you really taught <clears throat> Because ESL is speaking is learning English as a second language. Yes, English as a second language. Yeah. So you really did teach, you know, grammar in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you mentioned something about public speaking as well. Yeah. So did you start public speaking at young young or um, yeah, great question. So I would say because of that church background, um, that was part of it. But the other part of it is that I was always involved in um, uh, music productions, choirs, oh, okay. you know, yeah. auditions, things of that nature. Uh, won a lot of vocal competitions growing up. Okay, and- this this Thank makes a lot more yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, yeah, makes yeah. a lot more sense because when you took the stage, you took the stage. <laughs> yeah. You get me? Like you took full control. I'm like, man, no, you know, no, only no. I can speak like that. No, no. But you know, it's so funny because that's one thing that I always say is, Lord. Lord, if after 
if after what we've done, um, they don't remember you, then I haven't done my job well, yeah. right? If after we've done, you know, I, you know, they don't have to remember my name as long as they know, man, Jesus, that man was in the room. Yeah, right. he was in the like he wow. spoke. And so that's how I've always, you know, there's a part of me that um, loves performing. And I, I've, I've, I've studied theater. I've studied acting. Uh, it was part of the conservatory training, um, you know, languages and all that stuff. Um, and when I was studying opera, I was like, Lord, what do you have? Why, why do you have me in this? But I always had a vision for the nations. Wow. Always. As a teenager, um, you know, my grandmother was an evangelist. Uh, my grandfather and her uh, planted and started different churches in El Salvador. Uh, when I went back, actually, in 2019, um, uh, about 10 of those 13 churches were still on, were still, like, um, uh, performing, like, you know, open. Yeah. Um and so I got a chance to really understand the roots of legacy and kind of like, you know, when God has something predestined and ordained for you, you know, um, it's important to seek his heart so that you're not out here trying to knock on all these things. And right. it's like, this ain't working. I wonder why. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did you ask the author of your life? Yeah. yeah. So that's such a good thing right there. Cause you know, it's like, we, we try to, we try to always figure out, I mean, at least for me, I'm speaking for myself. I always tried to figure out based on, you know, like, just what what am I good at? You know, like, oh, I, you know, I'm good at selling cars. I'm good at, you know, like getting out there and hustling or I'm good at this or I'm good at that. And I was always trying to figure out, if anything, I'm good at all those things because I was trying to figure out who I was destined to be or what I was meant for. And the one thing that I kept denying was the one thing that I needed to go back to. Yeah. And I needed to just ask God. What do I, what do you want from me? Yeah. But I kept denying that part That's where good. it's, cause I was just afraid. Like it was always that, you know, if I, if I fully serve God, then I die to myself Yeah, and I'm still at this stage where I want to do my car. Like I want to like get into cars and build cars and, and I want to sell cars and I want to do this and I want to do that, you know, but if I get into ministry, there's no way I can do that stuff. Mm -hmm. Look at the way the pastor is. Mm -hmm. He, he has no time for anything. I don't want that life. Yeah. So I'd always denied that. And I've always denied asking God wow. because I was always afraid of the answer, yeah. you know? Wow. But it's it's something that we we it's have good. to do. I mean, yeah. if you're if you're struggling with an identity, why are you asking yourself? Why are you asking your neighbor? Right. Ask yeah. God. Mm -hmm. yeah. He created you. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. So that's good. I, I love that you said that. Yeah. That's absolutely. Good. Yeah. And uh, Rosemary, I mean, he he definitely <laughs> took that. So let's let's hear let's hear you. Let's throw about, the ball your way. Yeah, let, let let's throw that ball. Back. Let's throw that potato over there. I love it. So I am Rosemary. Um, I also grew up in church, uh, Free Methodist Church. Okay. Born and raised. Um, we were kind of similar with the pandereta and everything. Yeah. We were forced into some type of ministry growing right, up. Right. I grew up in the choir ministry, okay. but I was similar to you, always in the background. Like I don't, never want to lead worship, never want to public speak. Like if you could, I could just background vocal work like organization stuff yeah. i would love it yeah um, but god was pushing me to further and growing up i was very shy very quiet always hid behind my twin sister she was always the extroverted one you have a twin sister yes identical twin sister. oh wow yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so i grew up hiding behind her she was more out there than i was yeah. um until god kind of pushed me out and i started leading worship i remember 2015 my first time leading worship was scary. Oh yeah, but it's brought me here. <laughs> it's quite a journey. Amen. But I feel it brought like me here. just being in church in general because I'm also one that was like born and raised in church, and I was very like you know just here. But then they just like push you of like yes. you 
can you present, can you open up the service mm-hmm. today? And you're like, open the service? Right. And then <laughs> next thing, it's not like, can you lead one song? Mm-hmm, and I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, can you preach on this day? And <laughs> right. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But it, it's just so funny. Like, That's how it was. That, it just happens. Like, yeah. They kind of just push you. Yes. But I did realize that it did um, help me overcome so much. Like in school, I ended up like loving like public speaking, but I think it's just because they like, like uh, forcefully cracked me out of my shell, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh yeah, like you know, I'm I'm used to talking, like doing the announcements and yeah. What I gotta it, do, it was easier know? to do other things right, outside of the church right. because of it. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I'm definitely thankful for that. But I started leading worship. I've preached a couple times, still an area I'm exploring, and <coughs> yeah. I know God has more. But I'm just like Xavier, like kind of hiding, kind of there. <laughs> like I'll do it, but not all the time. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I'm not running from it anymore, thankfully, but more so pursuing it um, with a humble heart, okay. kind of like. Yeah. I don't want to be put in the front, but if, like Israel said, if, if it's for God, like if he's the one, the main events, I'll, I'll go ahead and right. do it. Right. I don't yeah. like hearing, not that I don't like, but it's, it's, I'm still learning how to accept people's like compliments, like, um, just like good job, great, amazing job. You have potential. You have this. It's like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right. And where do I go? What do I do from this? Where do I go? Yeah. But it's what he said, right? You seek to, you seek God for him to lead. And it's crazy enough because I'm a mental health therapist. I have my own practice and I also work in community agency and I battled so much with opening my, my practice. And it wasn't because I didn't think I was going to be successful. I knew that if the Lord opened the door, anything was possible for me. It was more, more so being the face. Oh, because now you are like the owner, the person you have to, I have to market myself. And it's like, I'm not used to that, that. but I feel like church prepared me for that in a way, right? Where now again, even my private practice is not about me. It's about God using me to help others, right? To reach out to people with mental health issues. So even the people that I've gotten so so far, I haven't marketed much and literally appointed for me for, 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 so I can help them like insight, crazy insight. This has been such a blessing since. Yeah. Wow. And how long have you, been doing that that since you've opened up your own place. i opened on um, january of this year oh my january God, so of this really? year recently. okay oh, wow. recently yeah i gotta ask though uh, because it, it, being a therapist mental therapist that that's definitely the direction i want to take uh my focus want i want to i feel like I, my focus should be more on family and divorce uh it's, it's something i've always i've always just been drawn to um but what what led you to that I think for me it was growing up and seeing my my struggle with my own emotions. Mm. I grew up in a family, very beautiful family, but <laughs> didn't talk about emotions. So in grad school, well, uh, undergrad and grad school, I went through a very difficult time. And I'm like, what is this about emotions? I'm learning about it, but I don't I don't know anything about it myself. So I started to explore things within me, my identity, and how that matches with what the Bible says. And my mind was just open. I realized that I, I can connect with people in that one-on-one level. He can connect with people one on one in groups like everywhere. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just he's like, definitely one on one is my thing. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Where you right. really yeah. get to know me and I get to know your heart more. Right. So that kind of opened me up. And my, also my parents. My parents divorced. Um, I also want to go into marriage and family okay. therapy eventually. Wow, yeah. um, but I started off with trauma. So oh, I'm going through trauma myself, I said I need to explore this more. And because I have a better understanding of it because of experiences, yeah. I'm like, there's a lot of insight that the Holy Spirit can use my own experience too help right. others come out of where I was or even worse places or less severe just overall. So that's what led me to, to psychology. Yeah, no, and I always think that's like a, a beautiful thing too because 
I know we kind of touched base this last time when we were uh, at the cafe, mm-hmm. but it's like, what a beautiful thing it is to be able to give, um, uh, like, mental, uh, what is it called, like, uh, mental health help or yeah. just, like, <coughs> therapy, but then also have God's guidance. Yeah. Yes. Guidance of the Holy yeah, Spirit. And, and, and like, the two of two, like, oh, it's together, it's, it's all, lethal. like, oh, yeah. it's really <laughs> effective. Yeah, because you know? you know what it is, is that a lot of, I mean... You know, I don't blame them either. In church, we were growing up, well, you have to have faith or, Mm -hmm. you know, you just have to get into prayer more. But we ignore the part where mentally we do struggle. Mentally, there are some things that are wrong. Depression does exist. Anxiety does exist. Addictions do exist. You know, and and I feel like that's that, oh, just pray about it is kind of like a washed way of saying, of giving advice without giving advice. Right. You know, so that's definitely why I want to get into therapy. The lack of awareness within the yeah. church. And mm-hmm. I think also it I've noticed that a lot within our generation, we are so much more aware of like, oh, I did go through trauma or I did go through certain things. Like, how do we fix this? Yeah. Versus like if I try to communicate these kind of things to my mom, she's all like what are you talking about? I said, no, nah, like, mm-hmm. and I'm here yeah. like, no, like you don't understand. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, my, or I my, sound like really exaggerated yes. or sound like, like I'm being too dramatic. And right. I'm like, I'm not, I'm just telling you the cause of like, why maybe I am the way I am, why mm-hmm. I respond to, oh, in a different way. Yeah. My mom recently, she started becoming, she started becoming, I guess more aware. Um, I started explaining to her what anxiety was and she's like, you know what? So I go through that. I go through that. And before that, it was always, oh, you're just being dramatic. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, in church, though, I, when you took when you took the stage in the beginning, because I'm, I'm asking for my own advice, and I'm sure anyone else that's watching would kind of be inspired in the, <clears throat> sen- in the same sense. When you first took the stage, did you automatically know what to do, or was it shaky for you? Yeah. Um, do you mean like um, when uh, so, I first so, started in ministry? Or? So for me... Anxiety is a big thing, right? Got it. Got I did it. I we recently preached together for the first time, and I shook even just in the prayer, and it messed up in, in the yeah. prayer. And everybody could tell that I was just nervous and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, so how was your experience first taking on this role, this um, this purpose that God gave you? Yeah. So, um, for, well, first of all, I, the, my mind immediately uh, went into a Bible verse in Philippians four, um, six and seven, <clears throat> which kind of jumped into me because I was thinking about, you know. Uh, when we deal with anxiety, and of course she can, uh, Rosemary can tell you um, maybe the uh, clinical um, scientific side of right. where some of these roots come That's from. That's a dynamic duel right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but spiritually speaking, uh, and she deals with this as well. She's, um, babe, I'm sure you can share some stories um, with cases where people are going through um, certain levels of torment or depression. And it is, um, it, it's torn between um, spiritual warfare mm. as well as yeah. like, you know, actual um, mental illness that the person needs to, um, you know, confess or identify or be aware. Generational too. Generational, wow. like beyond, like like even wow. before they were, mm-hmm. you know, even even aware that this existed in the bloodline. Right. Um, and so what you said, I, I agree with so much. Jesus and therapy, right? It, it, it's it. These are tools that I think God gave us in the, think about it, the creator of the universe who created science, like who right. knows yeah. all things, yeah. right? And the fact that, 
it, it, it's very um, your your mind. I've always said it this way: the enemy knows that if he can infiltrate the mind, he can control everything else yep. because yeah. the battlefield is your mind. Right. Your thought life. Yeah. That's why you have to, re Paul says, renewing your mind mm -hmm. daily so that you're able to, you know, get through what you have to get through. So Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Mm -hmm. And the peace of God, mm -hmm. which surpasses all comprehension, that's important, mm -hmm. um, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So I think you know, the idea of getting up on a stage, get it. First of all, I, I want to make a, um, and I know you don't mean it intentionally. I was going to say that yeah. too. I was going to be yes. like, hold on. What, uh, what did I do? What did I do? <laughs> Come on, you're in trouble. The, the altar, <laughs> I don't like calling the altar yeah. stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's break that. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. That, that yeah. definitely wasn't intentional. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I know it wasn't intentional. <laughs> I, it was getting me a little bit too, but I'm like, well, yeah. that's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crucify him, crucify him. Yeah, no, right? no, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I um growing up I had an I always had an issue when I would hear especially um especially more contemporary circles you know and I've I've been there where like I've traveled with um crew for example it's a, a national uh college uh, ministry and you know they would always use the term okay in 30 you know all musicians and singers have to be on stage or you know there is this production idea that that you know lights camera and sound and sound check and all this stuff and so the only there is a reason I'm bringing that up is because oftentimes there's this idea um, that which doesn't help, right? It, it only works that you think that you have to perform right. because you're about to go on stage, mm -hmm. right? And so a a Adrian, you just you just mentioned it. Um, I think one thing that helped me always is remembering that I am an altar boy, and here, here's what I mean by that: um, my private devotion with the Father is the is my lifeline when I get on an altar to lead others or to share with others, um, because you have to draw revelation content knowledge from that, from that place yeah. of that presence. Yes. That's where you draw it from. Um, the idea of performance anxiety, or even thinking that, man, I have to have this like perfectly. And I planned it and I wrote it down. What happens is you begin to, um, be anxious for everything, yeah. right? You do the opposite of what yeah. the word asks us to do. Um, and the contingency of that is in everything by prayer, let your request be made known and the peace. That's the promise that when you release control and you say, Holy Spirit, I am your temple. Yes. Whatever you need to speak through me, I feel his presence. Whatever you have to, whatever you have to do tonight, I am your instrument. See, in the Old Testament, uh, the tabernacle, was a physical place. It was a physical place. And the presence of God abided in what we call the holies of holies. Mm. So it was split. And if you do a, a deep study, a deep dive into that, <clears throat> you will see that, um, you know, before Holy Spirit was released uh, in Acts as the promise of that counselor, which is interesting, it ties into what we're talking about, um, our ultimate counselor, right? Um, that uh, his presence abided in in that tabernacle, in that temple. Mm -hmm. Now, right, the understanding is that we have the ability um, and access as a kingdom kid to say, Lord, come in me, abide in me. Uh, uh, um, take control over everything 
you know, that, that I'm about to do. And, you know, let it be so that your peace is my guarantee that it is not me speaking, but you through me. Right. Right. So I think when you step away from that place and you allow him um, to, to take his place, then you just become a, a steward of understanding, you know, uh, what, what your assignment is. So I would say in the beginning, of course, you're always going to be a little nervous for, for my teenagers right, who right. may be yeah. listening. You get- yeah, yeah, but you, you, you know, yeah. and, and I, I always would say this, that that's a that's also a good sign if you're nervous right um I, one of my mentors who used to um was my vocal teacher for uh, for a very long time he used to tell he used to always tell me israel whenever you feel nervous nervousness or fear or anxiety change your language right other than the, apart from the spiritual thing psychologically change your language say i'm excited Mm. Say, I can't wait to get on there. Wow. Uh, uh, speak, speak a That's positive affirmation, mm-hmm. yeah. right? I'm not nervous. I'm excited. I can't wait. I can't wait to share this because I know I, I prepared. And I wow. think preparation allows you as the vessel, um, you know, to... Um, Rosemary and I we're, we're, we're very different in many ways right she's very much a planner baby baby girl she will write down her three points her verse and her, verse and her notes okay huh? what happened no I was gonna say and you're more of like the winged like a flow I'm, with I'm, it. I'm more flow flowy. with the Holy Spirit like. I'm, I'm more flowy I'm more okay. flowy I'm like Lord you gave me this verse okay Lord you 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 know you told me to do this like I get like um, I, I see the big picture and then I fill out the details she works kind of the opposite she gets the details and then it's like okay here we go I'm, I guess this will come together yeah. um, and, and you know the Lord use, has, a, has a grace to use her um, in, in different settings but um, for anybody who's starting out or who feels that level of anxiety or even fear um, I, I challenge you uh, to before you get before you, you step on the altar before you go out there um, to have that moment between you and the Lord yeah. where you realize, you know, first of all, it's a privilege to do that, right? It's an honor to be a, a, a vessel. Um, and then I challenge you to even, um, you know, ask yourself, right, have I prepared um, to, to, to the fullest extent, right? Uh, do I feel uh, or, or can I accept the fact that um, he is with me, right? And, and that, that that's a stretching of your faith yeah. to know that God is with you and that he will speak yeah. through you and that what you prepared is what people need to hear. Yeah, no, and, and going back to like, you know, the whole nervousness too. I think it's also very normal when you are new because I know you've been like such I mean, a, that was my first that time. That was like your yeah. first time really ever speaking versus like me, I remember at eight years oh, old. Oh, that was your first time. The yeah. first time. Wow, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, Got it. And me, I remember at eight years old, they put me in. Yeah, now yeah, 30, yeah, 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 yeah. So there's yeah, been no. a lot of like in I wasn't yeah. given that opportunity earlier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So practice, practice definitely for makes sure, for easier. Because in the beginning, yeah. it's all about like, how are people going to see me? Like, yeah. I, I have a You're message. aware. I did prepare. But now, you know, because um, uh, we're on the worship team, and so, and I said where because uh, we have a uh, sir producer over there, EJ here with us. EJ, <laughs> EJ. <laughs> but yeah, we're on the worship team. Actually, funny, we were on. Um, uh, uh, he led worship yesterday, and we worshiped together. And it's always like it's normal. I think that's like where our human side comes out, right? Where it's like. Okay, like, you know, like, hopefully everything that we practice, everything that, you know, is good. And that initial stage, even for me, like, doing it for so many years, sometimes I still get, like, little butterflies, and I'm like, oh, gosh. But then after that, I just take a moment, I close my eyes, and I'm like, God, like, just remind me that this is not for me. This is for... That part. This is God, like, 
do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. You know who needs to hear this. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, you know, give that fresh anointing mm-hmm. yeah. and mm-hmm. like your will be done, you know? And at yeah. that point I kind of like blank everyone out as if there's no one there and I'm alone in a room yeah. by right. myself and it's just me and God. Yeah. And then that's how it's kind of like, you know, like all yeah. that nervousness really goes away, but yeah. Yeah. It takes time to get there, you know, because we're <laughs> yeah. at a constant battle yeah. with yeah. our physical, with our spiritual, and it's all like, God, I want you to take over, but also, like, my mind is so, like, you know, mm-hmm. but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I could describe it in any way, I mean, when, when I was first taking the altar, um, <laughs> which, by the way, thank you for correcting me, because, you know, I, I've i always, when I started this, I always said, uh, <clears throat> if there's anything that's that I say wrong, even for the viewers, like if there's anything I say wrong, please correct me because I'm here learning with all of you. Absolutely. You know, but, um, the first time I took the altar, I mean, I, I was just a wreck. I was really nervous and I'm a planner just like her. Right. But planning calms me going with the wing. (laughs) I can't do that. I'm like, just, just wing it. Just, you know, go with the Holy spirit. Like, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to say next. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah, I can't do that. You know? So, so like she said, and and like you said, it's just, we did that prayer. Yes. I stumbled a little bit, but then I stepped back for a second and I just felt like this, like whoosh, like it was like, uh, like my mem- my mind just cleared out yeah. and I can now just focus on the word and people were kind of blurry to me, Yeah, mm. you know, like they were there, but it was just blurry Yeah, and I was just, it was just me and her yeah. up yeah. there, you know? And, and it was obviously, you know, me and her, right. Because it was us too, but God was just there taking control of the whole situation, yeah. Yeah. which helped a lot. Um, I definitely, I'm going to change my perspective to I'm excited yeah. because I think that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that. that's really yeah. what it is. It's the overexcitement of finally doing it or yeah. finally achieving this, uh, this, this milestone, right. To, yeah. to be able to say, I did preach in front of a service, yes. you know, in front of a, a, a group of people. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and you, you know, I was excited, but I was, I, you know, I got I excited to you a were point really where yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I do, I do have, I, and I hate saying it, you know, but I was by my therapist. They did say that I do suffer from anxiety. It's not severe, so I can control it. I, I have practices of breathing techniques of how to control it. Um, but there are moments where it's like. I get too excited mm-hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> and, and it just overtakes my breathing or overtakes my mind. And, yeah. and, and it's yeah. like, I just have to try to remember that, you know, take a breath and just let God do his thing. Yeah. Um, even just here, you know, these cameras were freaking me out for, yeah. I got here at three o'clock and I was nonstop on these cameras trying to figure them out. Wow. Um, the, the TV, this TV is supposed to show what he's seeing. Gotcha. It wasn't doing it. Gotcha, then gotcha. that camera stopped working. And now I'm just like, yeah, you actually came in while I was, I was about to have about a panic to, attack. Oh, wow. really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and wow. I was going through a breathing thing and, and I just, I turned around when you stepped in, Hey, you said, Hey, is it okay to go come in? I was like, yeah, yeah come in, come in. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I just yeah, walked yeah. away from it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I was literally just about to just, it was kind of like I could go on the floor and just start crying. Yeah. You know, and, and you. it's something that I try, I try to remind myself like, God, you, you, you know, you have my back and I don't know why I, I, I don't let you step in. Um, it's it's so hard sometimes to think when all this is all this is running through your head. Yeah, and the only thing that you go into is kind of like a position of like 
like you freeze up mm-hmm. and your breathing frees up and then now your breathing is freezing up so your mind is freezing up yeah. and your mind's freezing up yeah. Yeah. so like you just can't help but to start crying yeah. out of the anger and the and the, the anxiousness that you're going through yeah. you know yeah. um like- but yeah you know like <laughs> i'm gonna just start changing the way i say these words i mean the, yeah. i'm gonna just i have to try to get past that i have to try to get um uh defeat the idea of i'm panicking i'm panicking i'm panicking Got and it. I, I have to change that. Got it. You know, I, and I know that I do. So I'm, I'm glad that you said that. Yeah, babe. Do you want to, do you want to speak into that as well? I feel like, yeah. feel like you have something. And to it's add. funny enough. I used to be that way, very much so. Like the. That's why I told you to talk. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but you're saying that you used to be that way. Yeah. You're a therapist. I'm, t- yeah. I'm trying to become a therapist. Planner. What is going Planner. on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk more after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when I used to struggle with that the most, I remember was something that helped me like. Aside from the breathing, actually, aside, aside from the pausing, um, it was yeah, pausing. definitely pausing first and then saying, I have all authority mm. given by Jesus. Right. And that would be like, take off the pressure. It would like take all the pressure off me because I don't have to do anything. Right. <laughs> Just prepare, right? I already right. did what I can. I have everything written. Mm-hmm. I got my songs ready. My voice can be shaky, but I have all authority. What's in me needs to be released. Mm. It's not mm-hmm. something that's in my mind. Glory. It's in my spirit. Yeah. Right, that needs to be released. Hallelujah. <laughs> I feel the presence. So I, I think tapping preach, into preacher. that, tapping into more of that, of, mm-hmm. of God in you, right? It's not yeah. just you, but first, pause. When you feel yourself rushing and your mind racing and you, you feel like you're like a thousand miles per hour, everything is spinning, but everybody's walking slow at the same time, mm-hmm. pause. Pause and breathe. Yeah. Let everything just uh, rush by. Don't try to think or don't try to say, what am I thinking? What's going on? What am I feeling? Because that can get you even more panicky, right? And I'm talking from experience as well as from my background with um, some of my patients that I deal with. But it's both. Yeah. Right? Pausing. I always emphasize the pause. The pause is going to determine what happens next. Wow. What you can do next. Okay. Because now you're in control. Yeah. Not your body. Or yeah, because if you're not pausing, you're thinking about what's going on in your head. Yeah. What You're actually panicking. Plus the, the problems that's going on that yeah. cause the panic. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and know? that's me sometimes, especially when I have to talk to him about my emotion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he's like, babe, talk to me. What's going on? And I'm like, frozen. Frozen. Yeah. What's going on? How am I on the way here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the on way, the way here. here. And I'm like, pause. I'm like, pause. yeah. I'm like, babe, because she was like, you know, I'm processing so many things. Now, mind you, I believe God has a sense of humor. And there is no way he paired an introvert with an extreme extrovert and not be to glorify himself. Right. right? right, right. So the same way she's learning to step out of the background, out of the, you know, behind the scenes, more into like the limelight of, hey, yeah, like God can use me. I bring value to the table Uh, and vice versa. I'm learning to be more aware of my surroundings i'm learning to uh, pause I'm, i can tend to go very fast and, yes. um i'm very fiery and she's more like a dove yeah. <laughs> like water yeah. very gentle we always joke around that yeah. and in fact she has this thing where she can i say it yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> when i get really really um excited or like you know I tend to not know my strength sometimes. So mm-hmm. sometimes, like, I'm giving her, you know, a, a shoulder rub or if I'm, tic- my hand. if I'm holding her Tickling hand or if me. I'm tickling her, you know, um, 
and it's too much, it'll be like, babe, gentle hands, gentle hands. <laughs> you're like really yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I'm, because I'm very, I'm very, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I can get uh, very passionate is the yeah. word. I'm very passionate. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, on top um, of that, your figure is. I mean, yeah. you're a huge yeah. dude. <laughs> I'm not the smallest guy in the room. <laughs> um, but yeah, but you, you were saying, yeah, going back even, um, something that's been helping me throughout this journey is I discover more of my gifts, my talents, the Lord, the Lord's purpose for my life as I'm yeah. growing and walking one thing that's helped me is um, not only people around me but i think asking god to show me i was always afraid to see the detail not the details but the sp- like the overall picture i'm like lord give me details out of time and i'll be fine because yeah. if i see the bigger picture i'm gonna start planning yeah. <laughs> but now something that's helped me a lot is saying god show me part of what the overall picture is so as I work through the details, I know you're there. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. signs, wow. right? But if you don't know the overall picture, and he taught me that, if you don't know the overall picture, you're going through detail at a time, you're going to still freak out. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you're like, where's yeah. this leading me to? Where right. am I going? Right. right. And that's what happened with my business where I created, I said, yeah, it's telehealth. And he's like, oh, yeah, I see it. I see it huge. And I'm like, yeah, I want to go for a nonprofit. But that's too much. Like, that's too big for me. I want to keep it local. And he <laughs> shared with me a vision that the Lord shared with him, that the Lord had confirmed with me. And I said, oh, this is big. <laughs> this is big. So now I have a better sense of planning the details. And when the Lord reveals details, it's to confirm the bigger purpose. Right. So even for a preaching, for worship leading, yeah. I think asking God, what is the overall vision? Maybe not everything, right? Because I can't handle everything all the time. <laughs> so show me part of it. So I know I'm on the right path. That can be so helpful. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And could you yeah. could you tell us a little bit more about uh, tell, that you said it was telehealth? Yes. That's what it's called. Uh, inner healing counseling. Oh, inner, inner healing counseling. counseling. Yes. So what is tele telehealth? Telehealth is um the way I perform my sessions. So it's through video. video oh, okay. Yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Which That's came great. as a result of the, of the, the pandemic. pandemic. Yeah, yeah. It opened that huge door for me. I feel like it did for a lot of oh, people. Yeah. And I think at that point, a lot of people were also receiving like therapy like online through yes. Zoom. Through yeah. Zoom, I mean, we have a relative that was. Your your cousin um it did it too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. he 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 felt I mean he used Zoom. He used yeah. the Zoom platform, platform. to mm-hmm. to get uh I'm sorry, get to get counseling, uh-huh. to get yeah. therapy. Yeah, that's how I started cuz I was looking for a therapist for a while and I found th- throughout the pandemic was like I was more convenient. I was working in Newark, I live all the way in Hilden. And it's like, how am I going to have the time to meet with a therapist like at six, seven in the evening? So this right. made it possible for me. And then I started thinking, what happens? I don't need much to invest to start a practice telehealth. So mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. this can be a great opportunity to kind of scale. And it still scares me a little bit to think about the future. But I'm like, Lord, you're in control. I'm just going to keep right. walking and moving. Right. Right. He's <laughs> yeah. going to he's going to use you. Yeah. You just you just I have to be. Uh, like how my parents would say, disponible. You yeah. have to just be like there, Open available, yeah, available, available, available is the word I was. Available. I don't know why yeah. I lost that word. <laughs> <laughs> disponible. You know, Such a simple. Speak that much yeah. <laughs> but there, there are times. Yeah. There are times. Yeah. <laughs> what country are you from? I'm Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. I'm Puerto Rican. Really, I'm American though because I have no. Other than the fact that I love my island because I love the, the weather and stuff like that. Um, I do love Spanish food, but I love Spanish food in general. Yeah, right. I, I, I say I'm American. I mean, gotcha. You know, gotcha. like I'm not, I'm not, my Spanish, I learned it with a Peruvian, so it's not even Puerto <laughs> Rican. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like they have an accent. Yeah. Hair, like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, but um, I, I, I lost where I was going with this. Um, well, I now- did. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was no, just go ahead. I'm gonna say so, like, really quickly. How did how did this happen? Oh yes, yes, <laughs> yes. yes, yes. So <laughs> funny, right? Like yeah. how like opposites really do like attract. Like there's mm-hmm. always, I say that it's the similar things that is the initial attraction, but then after that, you really start realizing like how different you are. Like me and him, 
like now after being well, married. Well, she is the extrovert and I'm the introvert. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know? But I've learned over time. I'm here like, okay, I need to dial it down in certain areas to help also like accommodate his interests. Right, mm-hmm. right. I'm not too much because overbearing. Because in the beginning, yeah. we, started at, we started dating at 14. We were really wow. young. Yeah, we're yeah. Really wow. Yeah. yeah, we're 39. Wow, okay, okay. What was I doing at 14? Babe, what were you doing at 14? I don't even remember. Coloring. Probably. At 14, I was serious. I wanted my wife. And you got wow. her. Wow. Yeah, I'm serious. She she knows that. I kind of scared her. I was like, you know you're going to be my wife. Yeah, yeah. The introvert scared like, the extrovert. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah. I love it. But, um, but yeah, you know, at 14, it was, it was was that's just what it was. But um, where was I going with oh, yeah, this? Oh, so, um, so I was just saying, like, it's funny how opposites try. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah, there you go. Like now hearing from you guys, like the, the, the <clears throat> planning and the extrovert and, and all of that. Yeah. But it's it's also nice to see like how you guys are bringing out the best in each other, you know? Yes. Oh, yeah. But like in, in a quick, uh, I guess, summary, how did you guys meet? Like, how did this happen? Babe. <laughs> of course, I could call you. <laughs> so we knew of each other in undergrad. We went to the same um, undergrad in JCU. Okay. We saw each other in passing. <laughs> we saw each other in passing and we apparently added each other on social media we never spoke yeah and um la- beginning of last year i was on a dating apps for on and off for about a year and a half just on and off and we connected on hinge on a dating oh app my oh, okay and i was like he was like you I connected in the modern way yeah. yeah and i was like he looks so I'm, I'm a homebody so i would never have met him anywhere <laughs> so I, and um and i was like he looks familiar so i checked my socials and i was and never I was home like, <laughs> exactly so i was like i have him on my social media but I would have never hit him up ever. Right. And we just, yeah, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. so how does, that, how does that work? Because I feel like the last time I dated, <laughs> it was like I barely used I mean, the internet. And now I feel like, yeah. how is it? I can't even well, speak on dating. It's, it's kind it? of, okay, so it's kind of like, well, I mean, the world of social media at large, we're just talking this behind the scenes. Uh, I feel so cool saying that behind the scenes in the in the kitchen. You know, uh, we were just talking about with Xavier that I mean, no, it was with Adrian that um, you meet people in real life, and then you're like, "Wait, are we friends on Are we friends on Facebook? Are we right. friends on that?" And it's like I've never spoken to you in my life, right. but yeah. um, but we're friends, quote unquote, right? right? Like right. we're 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 connected. So mm-hmm. um, it is very similar to well, Hinge is one of those. Uh, platforms that I saw was very authentic and it felt very, you know, um, what's the word? It felt very um, normal. Normal? <laughs> and the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. More like serious, like yeah. serious people. They're actually trying to find people to speak to as opposed to just hook up. Oh, yeah. Um, because that is a thing, hookup yeah, culture. Yeah, like Tinder and stuff yeah. like exactly, that. Exactly. Like, exactly. I heard that's the crazy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're on yeah. Tinder, you you know what you're, you're doing. looking. You're looking you're, for you a very specific yeah. thing, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. not a husband or wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so we connected on there, and um, you know, so I just started kind of. Oh, but I do want to say this because this is important to um, how I knew that um, this was God's will. So, at the end of 2021, I went on a uh, a week long fast and consecration where I. I tend to do it every year where I just kind of step away with God and like ask the Lord kind of what we were talking about. Um, Father, show me what this year will bring. Like, what is it that give me ideas, give me the project, give me the downloads, give me revelation, give me the vision. I've always been, uh, all glory be to God, I've always been a seer. So when when God speaks to me, um, he usually shows me visions. um, Or if I'm in the spirit, I can see uh, names or the Lord will take me to cities or I'll see situations like he usually um, speaks to me in that manner. Wow. And 
this time around, it was very interesting because um, as I was in prayer, it was December 2021, and uh, the Lord gave me a very weird instruction. I was like, wait, what? Is this you? So I heard the Lord say, I want you to download uh, dating apps. And <laughs> and I, I, I almost had to like think twice, like, wait, what? And so in a vision, I saw myself downloading several dating apps and creating a dating profile. Um, so I'm like, wow, this is weird. Like, is this is this the like, devil? Is this like, an emotional distraction? Right. right. You know, yeah. That'd be the first. That'd be the first thought. Yeah. Pray too much before. This yeah, 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 yeah. I think I have to fast another week. Um, so, uh, so I saw myself doing that, and I'm like, and you know, I, and I've been, I've always been the kind of person to, if I hear God on something, I don't doubt it. I, mm. I jump to okay. obey and to respond because I because I have learned that. Um, uh, delayed obedience is disobedience. Interesting. I'm going to let that sit there for a second. Yeah, that's interesting. For those of you that God has told you to start that business, for those of you in the audience that God has given you a command and a word and you keep on procrastinating it, you keep on doubting, you keep on, Lord, is this really you? You will only become more frustrated because when God gives you something, um, he only gives it to you by step. Because if he shows you the full picture, it'll it'll overwhelm you. Yep. So if that's you, go back to the last instruction God gave you. I felt that for somebody in the room. Wow. Go back to the last instruction <laughs> and ask so yourself, have you done that thing? Wow. If you have not, that's why the Lord may not be giving you your next. And that may be why you're frustrated. Wow. But anyways, back to the point. Um, <laughs> I, I felt that word for I mean, somebody. Like the piano, the organ. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I felt like, yeah. I felt that for somebody. Um so wow. I, I jumped into it. I started downloading these apps, and I'm like, okay, Lord, never done this. I always said I don't ever want to meet my wife, um, you know, in an app. I'm Me like, too. I always want to, and <laughs> she probably would said that too. I always wanted to do it or have it in a very genuine kind of way. I don't know, at a restaurant, at a, at a worship night, you know. At a Whole Foods. Um, like the, like the church. At a Whole yeah. Foods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At a Whole Foods, right. I'm here like like the church that Atado Falls. You yeah. guys go pick it up. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, and so I'm like, okay, okay, Lord, let's do it. Um, and so he, told, he showed me that. And then the second thing he said, son, this upcoming year, you will meet your wife. Mm. And I remember it so, so clearly. Um, that one I heard. That was a, a, a like, a, and I can't even explain that because, um, you know, there's, um, in the Bible, there's different kinds of ways that God would speak to his people. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it was through signs. Sometimes it was, um, you know, through dreams, dreams, prophetic dreams. Sometimes it was the audible voice of God, um, <clears throat> like he did with Samuel. Um, and then other times, of course, it was through, um, you know, um, what are other methods? Brothers, that get the, yeah, yeah, through throughout other people, through yeah. So anyway, so um, so I said, okay, Lord, gotcha. So I started downloading and and started setting it up, and so that's how I knew I had peace with that. I was like, okay, I'm not just doing this because I feel like it, because I'm just desperate or whatever. Right. And long story short, we connected on there January first, twenty twenty two. We connected and we started. God, what do you have for me this year? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. A wife. Oh. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh, of course, we've been uh, together for a year and six months. Um, uh, but uh, it's been an amazing journey. And that's how I knew. And it wasn't easy. 
It wasn't easy. You know, uh, people think like, oh, yeah, when God sends you the one, it's going to be smooth and it's going to be easy Mm-mm. and it's going to just fall right in. <laughs> uh-uh, baby. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be. Um, as, a, as a walking testimony. Yeah. <laughs> this man has driven me nuts. No, no. <laughs> Thank you, God. <laughs> Um, but I feel so honored. I feel so privileged to have um, her in my life because I know she's my good thing. Aww. And I have found my good thing. Oh, yeah. my God. So cute. <laughs> Stop it. So, so cute. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so that's how we met. And, um, yeah, we've been growing ever since. And literally, we've been growing yes. ever since. Because it's, awesome. been, it's been different levels of, of growth. And we've had, you know, Another thing, couples therapy helped us a lot. Yeah, yeah early on, couples therapy. Early on. Yeah. yeah. So because you went to another therapist, obviously, yes. and and you Individual did couples therapy. therapy. You yeah. didn't do your own practice no, 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 on no. each other. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, that would been crazy. Yeah. Um, She's like, well, I'm analyzing our relationship. Yeah. And actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's unpack. See, this. I would. I'm. I'm so happy that you guys mentioned that because I have a lot of people that I know. Um, I'm not putting anybody on blast, but there are people that deny the idea of couples therapy wow. because they see it as, Why? well, if I need to go to couples therapy, it's because I'm yeah. having trouble. Right. So, oh, we talk about so can we speak yeah. on that oh, and, yeah. and, and yeah. give advice oh, yeah. to Take those it away, couples <laughs> yes, and give advice to those couples who deny the idea of couples therapy. Yeah. Oh my, my goodness. Gosh. It's preventative care. Yes, I agree. I agree. when you're in I the agree. middle of turmoil or when you're at the end of turmoil, it's too late. Right. It's, it's like it's late. like you're praying when you're in the tribulation. Why weren't you praying before, before. that? Ooh. You could have avoided a lot yeah. of the heartache beforehand. And that's what happening with us was we're very different. So communication wasn't always the easiest for me. Um, and he was expecting more. And I said, I don't know how to give more. What is he talking about? Right. So he would clash a lot on personality difference. And I said, I think we should go see someone because this is, it was like what, month eight? Month six, month eight. Six? I think it was month six. six. And I said, I know the perfect person, but we need to sort sort this out now before we just right. pile on. Which is really telling of you guys because I feel like, you know, you hear more of couples therapies like yeah, once you're married. Yeah. And stuff like it's that. usually when they're about to borderline yeah, divorce. Like a, yeah, it's really too far bad. gone by then. So <clears> the <throat> fact that you guys like started off like early on, like that's Which really, was her idea. Really good. Yeah, I know you're <laughs> all her idea. Like, what do you mean? Well, I was never closed down to the idea. In my head, I kind of had your mindset of, uh, uh, what? Like, we're not even married. Like, you know, this is not that serious. Are we doing... Yeah, it's not that bad. (laughs) But but, But Rosemary always said something to me. She was like, babe, some of the things that we're doing now is not because we are falling apart. It's so that we build strong foundation. Wow, yeah. Because a house... A house that is built on yep. sinking sand yep. will fail, yeah. but a house that's built on solid rock yep. will remain. Yes. That's right. So, yeah. in the early years of the dating uh, of of uh, you know of any of any relationship, that's I think it's yeah. yeah you have to set that foundation. Yeah. It has it's to be strong. So much individually and as a couple, yeah. because now the things yeah. that we've learned, I think we did it for about six months. Yeah. So, uh, like, yeah. Like, we would do it every week, but yeah. we would be um, once a week, every other week, once a month. Yeah. But for those six months, we learned and gained so much from each other. Yeah. That Absolutely. we applied to ourselves. I applied even my own counseling with other couples. <laughs> like, so that's like, so good. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's so good. Like, taking notes. <laughs> yeah. But it was so helpful. And now the struggles that we had back then, we don't go through that anymore. Yeah. So again, so it prevented so much. Yeah. So, so much. And it, and got, it helped us to know each other. In a deeper level that we didn't, <clears throat> we were having trouble tapping into. Yeah. So I, for those couples out there who have just started, who have in the middle, who are older, wherever you are at, go. 
Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I would a hundred percent recommend you don't have to be falling apart. And people would tell us like you guys must be that bad to go to couples therapy. I'm like, no, no because we're trying to avoid getting bad. Right. We're going now. Right. And some people don't understand that, but I didn't I didn't care. I said yeah. we're doing this for yeah. us. I think that also comes from like the generation before yes. us. The stigma. Where it's all like, oh, like mm-hmm. you need to go with the like you, yeah. know, you know, because something's wrong and it's like yeah. just gets kind of passed down yeah. and yeah. now we're like in that mindset, but Again, going back to like our generation is a lot more open to yes. like receiving help mentally yes. and just with like unpacking what traumas mm-hmm. we've gone through, right? Because yeah. we've said like when you get married, it's like we unpack everything together. It when you're in a relationship, but whatever he has, any traumas that he had is now unpacked and now it's like we have to sort this, how we're going to yes. navigate through it together. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes like if you don't have that that uh just the knowledge like you need professional help yeah Yeah. you know and sometimes it's like if not it's just gonna be constant bickering and arguing of like i'm right or who are you right you know where someone else can see it at a different perspective and it's like do you realize that you're probably acting like this because yeah Yeah. and i was gonna tie that with the whole uh introvert extrovert too because sometimes couple therapies can give you insight on personality types right you know uh, back then we used to we used to clash in the area of um i'm an introvert she's an extrovert so she always wanted to go out and i always wanted to stay home yeah you know and then and then she didn't understand anxiety that didn't work yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she didn't understand the idea of anxiety neither do i because at that time it's kind of like what she is this that i'm that feeling was. Right. i was yeah. told i was just being dramatic right mm-hmm. so we didn't understand each other couples therapy could give you an idea of personality types it can also tell you well hey you know maybe we want to go about it this way if you want to go out or if you want to stay in maybe you want to go about this way you know right. like yes. that's 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 what it is. It's just to avoid yes. right. the conflicts so now, later in the future. It's funny because, like, now, like, if we go out, for example, like, there's so many times where I want to go to the city to, like, try something else. And he's like, the city. Oh, oh my God. The city <laughs> drives like, me traffic, crazy. That's her. Literally like her. <laughs> so then there's been times where I'm like, okay, babe. I'm like, there's this great place I want to try. <laughs> and I'm like, and then he's all like, I don't know. I'm like, listen, I can make reservations. I know the exact parking. If we go at this time, I know what time to avoid traffic. And if we leave by a certain uh, time, we'll so she's planning so everything. everything. So she gives you peace of mind. Exactly. Yeah. Because yes. I need it. I need it. I'm okay. Take how are we going to get that? <laughs> That's good. That's so good. It, That's good. Yeah. She's a planner. So Look at she that needs gem. to know yeah. the details. Exactly. And, it, and it's crazy and because don't. she was never. <laughs> We she don't. was never a planner no, and she I had wasn't. to become a planner in order to deal with in order someone to who deal is. with yeah, yeah. yeah. So i've been yeah. like so wow one time I'm that's here, so like, interesting listen, i like this i'm like i made the reservations this is this there is a parking lot included it's gonna cost this much we got it there is that i know that there's this specific food this dessert that you like like we are good yeah mm-hmm. and he's all yeah. like Okay, let's go. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's and good. on the flip side, and on the flip side, she's more of like, babe, you need to be more spontaneous. Yes. So I used to be a planner and I would say, oh, babe, what do you think about this, 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 and that? Like, I don't care, just take me. Exactly. Like, so it was always like, eventually she got to a point where it's like, oh, well, you so know. What's the itinerary? Like, yeah, yeah. No, she, it was more like, babe, can you just like plan it and just don't tell me? Yeah. yeah. Right, you know, because it. it was annoying to her. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah I eventually, Woo. what I would do is I would. <laughs> I would Lord come Jesus. out. I would come out with we this spontaneous idea. <laughs> I would come out with this spontaneous idea, but really, I've already been planning it right. for a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. That's great. so you have yeah. peace of mind. Yeah, and you know, 
couples therapy can give you that. They can yes. help you understand. I mean, even listening to a, a podcast like this where someone has experience, but it's the idea of talking to someone with experience mm -hmm. so that way you can apply it to your own. Yes. Absolutely. With wisdom. Absolutely. Yeah, and like the way I see it too, at the end of the day, like it's me and you. Yeah. You know, like this is this is our team. We got to fight yeah. for each other. And why would you want to live a life like not really knowing the most that you can to have like the best possible life together. Yeah. You know, like I don't, who wants to live in a constant bickering or arguing or just misunderstanding. Like life is just so crazy. Like let's live it peacefully. Let's be understanding to each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and if we can't get there, let's try to get help to try yeah. to make it the best way possible. Yeah. You know? And I think, I think I wanted to, um, that's so great. I love what you just said. Um, because that speaks to the mindset of, it's not, it's, it's, it's trying to, it's understanding that you're going from I to we. Right. And I may have had a mentality, right. but we is, is new. Yeah. Right. It's a conjoining of two yeah. worlds. Yeah. Our, um, it's, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of, um, cause it connects to what you were saying. Um, so our therapist at the, our couples therapy, a therapist, uh, his background is he's a pastor but he also is a is a doctor, so he's um, a neuropsychologist. That's awesome. A neuro. Wow. That's awesome. Listen to that yeah. neuropsychologist. <laughs> I said this is a he's a wow. One. So <laughs> you're you extra planning. You really had to look at it. So <laughs> well, he connected. Yeah, he, he's connected to our church. So, so I said this is yeah, the one with wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So you know, we connected there. But uh, when I heard him speak, I'm like, first of all, uh, I don't know you know five of those words existed number one right, because right. he will go deep into the <laughs> biology yeah. into the psychology into yeah. the sociology of how the mind is wired mm -hmm. so wow. you join theology you learn you join um neurology and then psychology, psychology. so it's understanding yeah it's it's deep and so one of the things that he spoke to us about was speaking your partner's language yes mm. <laughs> if you yes. don't speak your partner's language, you think they heard you and you think you were understood, mm -hmm. but they had a whole different interpretation of what you right. what you just sh shared with them. So in the beginning, we would struggle with that a lot because yeah. like, I'm, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I was just <laughs> yeah. going to say like. So, but um, I'm sorry. So, no, 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 so yeah, to, yeah, to tie it to your point, yes, yes. Um, what I just learned from you right now is that's something for me that I'm going to take away is when I want to be spontaneous. Cause that's my, that's my, like, you tell me we're going to Italy tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm like packing yeah. my bags. Packing my bags. Yeah. Like, like, hello, Checklist. what do you Ciao, like, come stai? Yeah. Right, bon, right. Bon, bon, buongiorno. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Like everything is ready to go. Um, you know, and for her, it's like we're doing what? Yes, yeah, no. exactly. I need a month in advance. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, that that's a good takeaway to not only just throw stuff out at her, you know, and that, but to have that, babe. I have parking. It's here. It's that. It's planned, mm -hmm. and there's room for yeah. for that space, um, so that she feels comfortable. But then also to your point, Xavier, um. I don't know why the Lord just brought me back here. It's also the same idea when you're ministering, when you're singing, when you're preaching, when you're um, sharing a word. It's make your plans, but hold them loosely. Mm. Because Holy Spirit can come in and give you a rhema mm. for that moment that you had not written down. Yeah, yeah it's all right. There's logos, right. which is the written word. Then there's rhema, which is the inspired word. Yeah. Yes. Jesus was the combination of both. Mm -hmm. He was the word. The verb that came to life. But Rhema was the ability to say, all right, I just preached a word, 
But let's see what the what are the real life examples in the room that I can minister to that will speak to their situation specifically because God knows them by name. What prophecy does, the Bible says the spirit of prophecy gives witness to the testimony of Jesus. What that means is I know this because Jesus revealed it to me yeah. or Jesus knows, you know, uh, uh, our most intricacies uh, or the most intricate parts of us, he knows it. And so when we're close and we have relationship, Marcos Brunet says this, Dios no tiene favoritos, Dios tiene íntimos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we translate that? So it says, God does not have favorites. He has people who are intimate. Mm. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, so. That is. Wow. Um, all right. Like, so <laughs> I know, I know that. <laughs> so I know that we were, uh, we just got into this whole couples thing. Um, but I do want to ask because you did speak about prophecy, or did you did speak about the visions and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and um, and. I'm going to have to chapter this uh, video because we're all over the place, yeah, but yeah, I would but love, I love to that. hear, I would love to hear a little bit more on how, um, someone might, cause you said delayed obedience is disobedience, yeah. right? Yeah. But what if someone just doesn't really know if that's it, right? If it's an emotional thing or if it is God speaking, you, you started, I would say you started young, correct? I did. Yeah. 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 When did you, start seeing these visions and and when did you realize like this is you a hundred percent of the time this is you god a hundred percent of the time yeah great great question um the gifts of the spirit are by faith um there are moments well okay so when i um started growing in in my faith um some of my most incredible moments in the presence of god not some actually most of them Mm. nine out of ten uh, did not happen to me in the church. It happened to me when I was alone okay. um, in my room and particularly at very strategic moments in time. Um, I'm, I, um, if, um, when, when you begin to establish a relationship uh, with the father, um, there is, there is such a sensitivity that begins to be built within you. And when the Bible talks about how we are to die to the desires um, of our flesh and that we are to starve our flesh and that the point of growing with the father is to, is that, you know, to feed our spirit, um, the way I explain it best is your spirit man is like any muscle in your body. The more you train it, Mm, the more um, you exercise it on a daily basis, and the more you practice good form, the more you will see the fruit and the results of your daily sacrifice. So in una semana, in a week, you may not you may not um, experience the fullness of you know the gifts of the spirit. And you mentioned prophecy or or sight or you know hearing. Yeah. Um, but over the course of you know. Uh, of a couple of weeks or a couple of months, uh, you know, you will begin to identify um, and hear what it is, how it is that God speaks to you. Um, for Rosemary, she is a writer. She loves writing. Um, you know, uh, when we first actually started praying together, I, you know, I'm very vocal. I'm, I, I, I um, intercede in tongues and I'm, you know, you know, crying out to the Father. And it was, it was just curious to me that her way of um, 
you know, connecting with the father was very quiet. You know, she would write or she would hear a song or write it down or, you know, it was more here and more contemplative. Right. And so what it began to teach me is that there is no right way. It's all about how you grow your sensitivity um, to the Holy Spirit. And it's by faith. So what that means is, because you asked me, the question was, how do you know it's the voice of God? Yeah. Um, For sure. And I would say there is a level of peace that comes with an answer. That's so good. There is a level of confirmation and conviction within you that comes that you oftentimes won't be able to explain. And sometimes it's not for people to understand the instruction. It's for you to obey the instruction. When God gives you an instruction, shows you a vision, gives you a dream, um, some are dreamers, some are seers, some are hearers, um, you know, some people, uh, and of course, I'm not saying that the... God speaks through his word, yeah. right? You open up, hello, anybody, you open up a random book or you yeah. open up your mm-hmm. your phone and it's like, wow, this verse was like plucked out for me. It might as well have been embedded for me, yeah. right? Uh, and it's like, yeah, that's the word that God has for you. Uh, and so there, 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 there's a level of sensitivity that grows there where you begin to um, experience, right, that continuous um, confirmation of Lord, yeah, that's you. I know that's you. And then, you know, Etc. So you begin to work that muscle, and that muscle gets stronger, um, and then you get to a point where it's like you're 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 built, yeah. for lack of a better word. Like your 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 spirit man is built. Now, there's a part of our American culture that unfortunately doesn't um, as much. Uh, how do you say? Uh, no, they don't. Um, yeah, not not enforce, but. Um, encourage as much or highlight um the reality of you know the spirit realm of really growing in the spirit realm we we we, american culture right and there's this great movie called um the american gospel i don't know if you guys ever saw it but it talks about this whole idea of in many contemporary churches you know um it's you know it's one thing to go to a church and to hear a good motivational speaker Right. Or to hear a good word that makes you feel like encouraged that you can, you know, go out and conquer the world and be all you can be and do all these things. Um, But but it's 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 rare or not as common to experience a word that convicts you about your sinful nature, that convicts you to say, man, I really don't look enough like Jesus. Right. Or I have to go deeper in my walk Mm -hmm. because part of what prayer does Here's a, here's a principle. Every time Jesus operated in miracle signs, wonders, deliverance, healings, um, one of the secret sauces that I would say he always implemented secret is sauce. he removed himself from the crowd. Yes. Yeah. I think in our culture we're so, um, you know, uh, hyper aware about platforms and mics and stages and altars that we don't disconnect enough okay. to say, yeah. Lord, I'm going into the cave because I have to reduce the volume of all this noise to increase the volume of your voice. That's the only way you'll be able to say, I, my sheep hear my voice 
and they respond. And it's so sad too because the noise has only gotten louder. Yeah. With the way things have grown. Exactly. And, yeah. and you can see it. You can see how evident it is with with how disconnected our country is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. The, compared to how it used to be. I mean, yeah. they, you, you talk. They're talking about numbers declining, Christianity numbers declining rather than growing right. in mm-hmm. United States. Yeah. You know, and that's definitely that. It's because people can't disconnect. Right. And they can't reconnect with God. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I wanted to share a testimony based on, on what you asked. Um, as, I, as I said, I'm, I'm still growing and learning and walking uh, more in my spiritual gifts. And the, the more I do that in worship, the scarier it is. But it's, yeah. it's even better because yeah. it's not about me. Yeah. And to answer if it's emotion or not, I ask myself two questions. Well, I don't ask myself. I tell myself one thing. I say, this cannot come from, I'm not, I'm not this smart. <laughs> I'm not, not this smart, smart <laughs> to come up with this on my own. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't care how emotional I am, I'm not this smart. <laughs> and the second thing is, I remember I released a word one time and I was doubtful. After I released it, I said, uh oh, was this emotional? Uh-huh. And I told the Lord, I said, I need confirmation from you. Because if it was emotional, that's okay. <clears throat> I'm still learning, right. but right. I need to know. Literally that evening, I got a call from two people confirming the word. And I said, I'm, I'm stepping in to trust more. Yeah. The more you release, the more the yeah. Father will trust you. The more you release, the more your faith increases. Yes. Because then you start saying, this isn't me. That's like, so true. after all these confirmations, this cannot like, be me. This is, yeah, <laughs> this is a, a, a coincidence. As right, people would see it, right, right. So that's helped me so much yeah. in my walk, asking God for confirmation. It may not happen the same day. But like mm-hmm. he said, the biggest one is peace, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And just wow. knowing that these words cannot come from you, yeah. us humans. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. So good. Yeah. And... um. The other the other part that I wanted to bring up and and it's has to do with how noisy things have gotten. Uh, depression comes up a lot, you know, and this mm-hmm. disconnect where it's like I want to go to church, but I just don't feel like I'm I'm like I'm not worthy or I'm just not you know I'm not in the right mindset or mm-hmm. I hate myself or whatever yeah. it is. And we only want to further disconnect ourselves when really we should again be connecting ourselves. Yeah. Um, how can a Christian combat depression uh, and based on your, you know, yeah. based on your study? Because oftentimes what will happen is you'll start getting sluggish and you start thinking, well, church isn't helping me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and really it's not, in my knowledge, um, to my understanding, it's not that the church isn't helping you, is that you're not going in there to connect with God. You're just going in there to fulfill kind of an errand or a chore in a sense task yeah Yeah. Yeah. like a task done yeah yeah Yeah. but you know how how can we help christians combat depression Mm -hmm. um in uh, by with a therapist mindset right i think the most important thing is a community you okay. Can't, you can't, it's not just a one person thing or one entity or one community, like just the church. Yeah. It's the church, it's mental health. If needed medication, yes, I said it. I know the church is against medication, <laughs> yeah, but that can I be know. temporary <laughs> help to yeah. get you to where you need to be, right? So I think those three things, having people around you that can pray for you, that can encourage you to pray out loud, to affirm yourself using the word of God, what God has said about you, even when you're feeling sluggish say the words, say the scriptures, pray to God and not only go to church, but have someone check in on you. Yeah. Like, where are you today? Right. And you can be open and honest. Someone have you, someone sit, sit with someone with depression, have them just pour their heart out to the father with you as you support them in prayer. Right. And I think it's so, so again, important with community mental health, especially when you're looking for mental health, um, 
help. <laughs> I think it's so important to look for Christian counselors yeah. who can understand both. I'm doing my certificate right now in um, Christian counseling okay. um, in Spanish, but it's helped me in in, in both areas, of course. And one of the things that uh, it's very disconnected because people say it's a spirit. It's not always a spirit, right? As we know, sometimes it could be chemically imbalanced, a generational. Right. It's a whole yeah. bunch of, of things, um, societal, environmentally. Like, there's so many things. Food. It's just, I can go Yeah, on for that's days. true. Food. So go on for food days. Definitely like, does it. we're also the time where everything's like a demon. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> like, it could be. Yeah. In certain cases, but. It's yeah. not the answer it's, to everything. It's, not, yeah. it's yeah. just not the go-to answer. Right. Yeah. So if you have a Christian counselor uh, combined with a Christian community, that can be so powerful because you're not only combining the science to it, but the spiritual. You're not only combining the spiritual, but the science part of it. Right. right? And I went through a, a, a period of not clinical depression, but a depressive state. And in order for me to get myself out there, I had to I had to look for help. I had to decide that I wanted the help. Right. And that person has to decide they need and want the help. Because mm. yeah. I can see, let's say, for example, God forbid, and we don't declare this over your life. You're depressed, <laughs> right? I can say, oh, come, let me help you. But you don't want to be helped. You're right. not going to be... Healed. Right. I can do everything. Same thing with my patients. I have a lot of patients that don't want the help. Right. They're just uh, mm. uh, they're just attending for a requirement. Right. It's like church. You go to church just to check off. But if you really truly want to be healed, you want to live a healthier life. You have to want it for yourself first. Yeah. yeah. And I know even yeah. in the deepest parts. Again, I've been there. Right. And I had to decide for myself. Yeah, I need help. Yeah. <laughs> I mm. need help, and then I allow people to, in to help me. I may not be in the state all the time, but it's so so important. So. Like I said, but because of a depression involves so many different aspects of our lives, I think it's just as important to heal or cure or decrease depressive symptoms to involve all these things, to involve your doctor, primary doctor. If you have a specialist, involve your specialist because it helps food, sleep, self-care, spiritual, the scientific. It's like, it's like possibilities yeah, of what could be leading You to deal with all of that. It's a strong force, but people sometimes only focus on the therapy, yeah. only focus on the medication. Right. Only focus on let's pray and fast, right. but it's just yeah. like whole. What is it holistic. called? It's holistic. Yes, yeah. it's a holistic approach, yeah. and I think that's the the best way to combat depression for sure. Yeah, I do like that you you did. You know, one of the first things you said was the community, and and you know having Christian community because yeah. a, a lot of the arguments. I mean, it's it's oh, I don't need to go to church. You know, and now and now we're seeing so many rises in depression yes. or all this kind of mental health and we're seeing so much yes. uh, such a spike in that and we're also seeing it correlate with oh well we don't really need to congregate mm -hmm. we can see church online right, right. but yeah, that's been the, the idea of uh, the idea of unity i mean it's mentioned several times in the bible the mm -hmm. idea of unity is to congregate with your brothers and sisters yes. and it helps it helps mentally too yes. it's a it's it's a healthy pattern or a healthy habit of something mm -hmm. to do right yes. so I know people that want to find ways or shortcuts of not going to church. And by you saying that, you know, this helps a lot because mm -hmm. it, it's just more proof to why we should surround ourselves with our yes. brothers and sisters in Christ. Yes. Who can understand yeah. you? Yes. Right. Who You're can understand you? Of course. Go to church and surround so yourself whoever. with this, yeah. Right. No, yeah. Because, I mean, anybody can walk into a building. That's not yeah. going to do anything for you. Right. You have to actually, you know, try. Yes. You have to make your effort, too. Mm -hmm. But, again, yeah. this goes to... Do you want to help? Yes. I mean, do you want the help? The help, the help. right. You and know? That's the biggest thing for anyone with any type of mental health issue, with any type of spiritual yeah. issue, right? Yeah. Do you want the help? Do you yeah. want to be set free? Yeah. If the answer is yes, 
You got yeah, it. and this applies <laughs> to anything. Yes. You know, this doesn't only mean, uh, like, for example, if if you're going through addiction, it's mm-hmm. the same exact thing. You have exactly. to actually seek the help, yes. but you have to get past the shame want, of, yes. of wanting that help. Better. You know, you yes. have to get past that shame, too. Yes. You know, and, and depression or you're going through a, 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 a hard patch in your relationship. Yes. You have to want the help. No one's actually mm-hmm. going to go out there and pull you and know that you need the help. Yes. Right. You know? And I think, I, like I mentioned, it's just so important for a Christian counselor to be the one, like mental health therapist, to be the one to, to see people within the community because the Holy Spirit gives such insight that yeah. school does not yeah. teach you. Yeah. yeah. And it goes yeah. to the root. Once yeah. you find the root of the problem, forget it. Bye. I'll see you. I'll see you in three years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and, that's- that, and that happened uh, with us, like, because I know last year it was where you really tackled onto therapy. Well, yeah. I mean, and the specific and it took thing you that a I wanted. While to find it because he's like, I want a Christian therapist, but I don't want it to be just spiritual. Yes. Right. I want yes. the, the, the best right. balance. And I told her that. And I said, yeah. hey, I'm looking for a Christian therapist. My, my therapist. Um, I sent her an email. I'm like, hey, I'm looking for a Christian therapist, but I'm not just looking for someone who's going to throw Bible verses at me. (laughs) Like, I need the knowledge. I need to know why this is like this and and what biological thing or what DNA, what is in my DNA that makes me this, think this way, Mm -hmm. you know? And and I wanted that hard science along, uh, backed with biblical verses. And she's like, okay, I got that for you. And that's perfect. Awareness of of the root of a thing can help you then plan out the steps yeah. to right. receive healing and continue the healing, yeah. right? What happens oftentimes, let's say, for example, in my church, it's happened a while, not just my church, but in churches with encounters or retreats, yeah. right? They go, they're healed, but where's the maintenance, right? Yeah. God showed you the root, you were healed from certain pains, but there's still symptoms, yeah. right? So we don't continue just treating the symptoms. We continue to uh, snip out the roots right. of, the, of that issue so it doesn't grow back, right? It's like weeds. When you just cut the weed, it's gonna continue to grow. Yeah. Right. So we need to go from the root, dig it out, burn it, whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you out. can tr- take it out, and yeah. it's gonna hurt, but it's a process. For some people, it's instant. Yeah. For others, it's a process, mm. a, a lifelong process, but it gets better yeah. because you become more peaceful, you become more uh, understanding, more graceful toward yourself. You learn how to treat yourself and learn what you deserve, what you don't deserve. So yeah. then it comes with setting boundaries. It's it's like <laughs> once you find out the root, everything you fix else. Everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but like, it's beautiful yeah. because no, it once is. you're aware. It's like when the doctor says, right, oh, your shoulder pain, for example, for me, is um, tendonitis. Go to physical therapy, try not to do too much with your shoulders, and you'll be fine. If I don't listen to that, what's going to happen? The pain is going to resurface, yeah. yeah, right? But if I go to PT, do what I need to do, I'll be fine, yeah. right? right? So it's the maintenance of it as well long term. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally agree. <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if you wanted to add to um, it. No, I think I had, interesting, I had a... a um, <laughs> A Bible verse to throw. <laughs> no, 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 go no, for no. it. Go for it. <laughs> like I was gonna mention before, I'm like, because I know we were looking, we were seeking the therapist answer, but it's like it's the balance. It's, it's the balance yeah. It, yeah, I mean, yeah, this yeah. is you the balance. This like, is what I'm talking about right you guys here. Are like dynamic dude. Oh, yeah. praise God. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, no, the verse that came to mind to me was Proverbs 12:25, where it says, "Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, mm-hmm. but a good word makes mm-hmm. it glad." Yep. So I think. Who gives a word? Your community. Mm-hmm. Who gives a word? Your therapist. Yeah. Who gives a word ultimately? What did Jesus call Holy Spirit? Um, in Hebrew, the word is, um, I think it's Greek. or No, it's Hebrew. Uh, the paracletus, which translates to the counselor, mm-hmm. right? The help. Um, so I think there's this idea that, you know, um, that, that, you know, by 
I think the, the, the term that we use was holistic, right? The, the solution is not just one or the other. It's yeah. both and. Right. And I think what that allows us to do, Xavier, to, to your point, is um, come into a space where we can raise the awareness of some of these roots, um, you know, so that we can um, be honest about them and to relinquish their control or their hold, Um so that we can heal and and you know and get better. And I, I grew up in in a space where you know um, if someone did have, first of all, it was very taboo to talk about it. But if someone did have mental health, it was like ah, they 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 just need to sleep, right? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. They haven't slept yeah. well, like or yeah. or you know, mm-hmm. um, they're always moody, right, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, no, 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 they have anger issues, right? right? No, they're actually manifesting trauma from a place that they've not healed from. No, yeah. they have father wounds. Right. No, they have, um, you know, there's actually a a bloodline, um, um, you know, occurrences of um, of depression and anxiety. And so I've seen clinical depression cases um, where it's like really bad, like really bad. And it is a combination of uh, spiritual warfare Mm -hmm. as well as, you know, um, well, babe, you can speak to it. Science. Yeah, yeah, well, well, the chemistry of the body right. when it goes yeah. into that state, um, you know, it is very grim and it's very, uh, you know, uh, it can become suicidal. Like right. she's spoken to me about certain right. cases where, you know, some of her um, patients in the past, you know, she's had to deal with like suicidal ideations right. and, you know, going into that space where they live in an alternate reality. So what happens is, here, here's here's where, where I think it's so interesting because in the Bible, there is a... Um, El hombre ga, el ga, gada, gada, gadareno. Gada, gadareno, the the gathering. Uh, don't correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but he he had a spirit of lunacy. The Bible says he was he was lunic. He was he was um um you know just had no control. Very sporadic. He was basically yeah. crazy, delusional, seeing things, psychotic. Uh, psychotic. Right. So it was a combination in that moment. Uh, and of course, Jesus rebuked um, the demons that were tormenting him. But um, I want to bring that as a point because sometimes we open doors inadvertently mm-hmm. um, yeah. to voices yeah. or situation that can cause oppression to make us fall into depression. Yep. Mm. So sometimes the depression, um, yes, you are feeling what you're feeling. And certain parts are things that you cannot see with your naked eye. Yeah. Right? So what have you opened uh, yourself up to? What What are you listening to mm-hmm. subconsciously? Yeah. Right? What is yeah. ministering to your soul or to your heart? Um, et cetera, et cetera. So I think breaking that, uh, you know, there's there's depth to that and, and you know, um, it's just amazing to see when people get free from that. And, and you know, it, it always becomes a thing of like, this is something that I have to continuously be aware of, right. be aware of, do the maintenance that she was referring yeah. to. Yeah. I have seen people be free, um, you know, and they, you know, taking them through deliverance and, and um, uh, you know, cast it out, whatever spirits were present or oppressing them. Um, and then they come back and, and it's like, you know, either one or two things, either they uh, are, have maintained their deliverance and have stayed free. Um, and they're not suicidal. They're not hearing voices at night anymore. Right. Those things are, these people are not making these things up. Right. right. Um, and I believe, and baby, maybe you can speak better to this, but even people who are admitted to heavy psychiatric wards who do hear these voices and who do, you know, um, are experiencing torment at a level that, you know, um, that, that, you know, encompasses both and, you know, right. I mean, would you say that? Yeah. 
for sure. Like I, I remember this case a while back of um, this one girl who opened doors to like witchcraft yeah. and all this, and she started hearing voices through that, and she had to be admitted over and over and over to a psych yeah, ward. There's a lot, wow. a lot, yeah, a lot. And I worked together with a neuropsychologist that was our couples therapist um, to free this girl to help liberate her spiritual sense, or her spiritual wow. soul, because it was just it was she held on to that. Yeah, See, and that's, and that's that where able to do that, like and like work together in that way. It's just the effectiveness. Yes. But that's it's where that a, Christian understanding applies, because yeah. a normal, yes. uh, uh, let's say somebody, an atheist psychologist yeah. or an atheist therapist, they would Ooh, just, you know, medicate, that's that's medicate, yeah. yeah, medicate and therapy. Exactly. They wouldn't understand anything exactly. else. They wouldn't yeah. understand the spiritual stuff. realm. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And I even have it's like, this. oh, you crazy, crazy. Let me give yeah. you this. Right. them, and that's it. Yeah. But I also even have had this one client. um where she experienced such deep levels of trauma in her childhood. Yeah. Now she's an older lady and she didn't speak about it. So that brought up um, depression. That brought up, of course, anxiety. <clears throat> um, and it also brought up a lot of physical um, ailments. So cancer. Uh, right. And that's something that people. I was don't, literally going to, I was literally going to remind you yeah, to make sure you said that. Some people don't realize how deep spiritual and mental health ties can, can actually affect the body. Wow. Even stress. Stress. I was going to wow. say yeah. stress. I know like, can deteriorate your yes. body. Yeah. Like yes. it starts here, but then that affects everything yes. else. Yeah. 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 So imagine like severe trauma, unhealed trauma, unhealed wounds that you may not even know you have. Yeah. All right. Some people experience these um, physical sensations, um, especially in the Hispanic community, physical sensations. And they just say, Me atacaron los nervios. I'm just nervous. Like my anxiety is just acting <laughs> up. Right. Because yeah. you hear that a lot. A lot. A lot. And the first thing I do when I felt, when I talk to people is, well, do you have any medical conditions? No, my doctor can't find anything. That's why they sent me here. Yeah. And even within the church, I some people, oh, I'm just so stressed. I'm so stressed. I'm so stressed. What are you dealing with? Right. <laughs> right. I feel. I feel yeah. depressed. I feel anxious. What's going on on a soul level? Right. Right. Because yeah. these things impact how we, how just how our physical sense. So, like what he said, what you can't see can definitely. Im- impact the external your environment just everything yeah, that's yeah. So good. F- f- finish that example though with uh that lady oh. that because <laughs> yeah. because th- that thing blew i mean i said there are sermons here to preach from <laughs> yeah. um but yeah f- because i think that that will that will connect both yes. and yes yeah. so she went to her doctor her doctor couldn't find anything and i'm i'm telling her like ma'am i think there's something else something deeper that you're not addressing and she said, yeah, some sexual assault, some sexual abuse from my childhood. And I said, we need to unpack this. Wait, wait, wait. But what were the symptoms? That, what were the symptoms? She was experiencing that- um, stomach pains, like severe stomach pains, almost like gastritis, but like 10 times worse. And the doctors did all the tests in the world. They couldn't find like- anything. Wow. Anything. They even operated her to see if they can find anything. What? And nothing. Operate. Like, yeah. hell, are y'all listening? Open right. Surgery. <laughs> and yeah. nothing. Surgery. And nothing. So she started talking about it. She didn't fully talk about it, but when she opened up, stomach pains went away. Migraines went away. Like, wow. instantly. And what was the root that wow. you found? It was you the, diagnosed? It was the PTSD. Severe PTSD. Like, oppressed PTSD. Suppressed. I'm sorry. Suppressed, wow. repressed. Yeah. yeah. PTSD. Like, memories vivid memories that her body was storing because your body stores memories from when you were young when you're young you may not remember it all but your body will and now she has now she has she actually um she had cancer before cancer came back but in her in her breast and the doctor was like no no it's actual actual cancer but they thought she had cancer in her stomach and it was just this trauma that was manifesting as a cancer but 
again, we she thought it was cancer in her stomach, but it was trauma. Oh, that's crazy. Trauma stored in the body. That's crazy. Trauma this is why it's so body. important. I mean, even in churches, I believe it. Honestly, I think I think I, I, every church should be blessed with some kind of therapist because so there's too. there's just some things that we don't understand. Yeah. And there's, you know, I mean, I get it. The pastors aren't trained or they aren't educated in that area. But mm-hmm. to have a therapist in a church is, is yeah. that's top. Yeah. Or, or sometimes up. we over spiritualize things yeah. Yeah. that are yeah. not uh, just in a just know. general understanding yeah. of psychology yeah. is important. How the yeah. human mind works, yeah. and even like what came to mind is this ease. What is a disease? Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, it's a lack of ease in some part of your body mm-hmm. that begins to manifest, um, you know, through through illnesses and yeah. and all that. So yeah, uh, no, yeah. and I and I think that's just like at the end of the day. It's like that. That's why God has given us the knowledge, and there's so many specialties, right? Yes. Where that's like more mental, but also like if you're sick, you go to a doctor. Mm-hmm. You go, you go to the right yeah. person to yeah. find specialist. What you, need, you know, yeah, so. don't just pray it away. Go right, right. It's all like right, yes, right. but that's why God. <laughs> They're there for a reason. The yes. knowledge yeah. for medicine, mm-hmm. for you know, health advancement, like so much. So. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So if you need couples therapy, go to it. Literally. Right. But um, all right. I mean, you guys, you guys are uh, like she said. Like, well, we've been saying it. You guys are a dynamic, dynamic duel. Too. Seriously, you got the therapist and you got the pure knowledge in the in the word. I'm not saying that you don't, no, but no, I, I'm just. It's a good combination of what mm-hmm. you two have. Yeah. You know, you guys have been a blessing to this podcast. Guys I'm sure whoever. I'm here like. I'm sure whoever sees this needed it, you know. Yeah. Um, But uh, please, before we before we end this, where could they find you? Um, I know you have a a church in Newark, and then your practice. I would love for you to talk more on that. Yeah. So we go to the same church right now. Um, We are in Passaic, New Jersey. Um, uh, And um, as far as like social media things of that nature, um, you know. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, um, you know. Yeah, make sure you put his yeah. description. Yeah, on the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the practice is Inner Healing Counseling. I'll give you the details so you can put yeah. it up as well. Um, but I'm also on Instagram. The, the page is also on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. Oh, good, good. Um, I have website, Linktree, you name it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I'll give you those details. But All Inner right. Healing Counseling. All right, awesome. cool. Yes. Awesome, guys. Yes. Guys, All right. thank you so, so yes. much for being here. Thank, thank you for, you for having us. <laughs> you know, um, we're excited all also, because I know we're going to see you guys in like a week as yes. well. Oh, yes. Like, we're going yeah. to our retreat. Yeah. yeah. Be we're so excited. so much fun and just so, uh, I, I, I can't wait. That, yeah. that, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But all right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. I mean, I know that you've been blessed by this. I was blessed by this. Uh, if you guys have been blessed by this, please, please let us know in the comments. Throw a like. You know, hit them up on Instagram. Yes. Follow them. Yes. Do everything yes. you got to do. <laughs> and if you have to get couples therapy please get couples therapy. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding let me stop let me stop that but all right guys thank you so much have a good night bye, bye. <laughs> Yay. that was awesome wow. <laughs> you guys how many great. how many topics did we encompass <laughs> I, I don't know like a good six or seven geez. it's funny because he was all like i don't know he's all like you know we'll probably not make this one too long because like you know i know we're coming back